Let's do it. Another episode of The Lodge. You're with Cabba and Ash from Climbing the Thorn. I'm Cabba and I'm with Ash. Hello, Ash. How are you today? Fucking good intro to the episode. Fucking really well thought out, scripted, planned. Sounding great as always. Thanks for being um, 19 minutes late to the pod, Josh. Anyway, that's all right. What were you watching on TV that was so important? Oh, it's nothing that important. It was the um, show called Number Nine or Inside Number Nine or something. All right. You ever seen that on Sounds Netty? awesome. It's the guys from League of Gentlemen, which all right. I started re-watching because I saw this Number Nine show and then wondered why my childhood was so twisted that I thought League of Gentlemen was a show appropriate for kids. It is right. not, okay. a, it is definitely not. should watch it. So that explains why you're pouring yourself a drink right now. Yeah, yeah I guess so, yeah. Fuck. When you say Rome. it's your album of the week? Hmm. Ash just pours a drink into a cup and then sculls the rest straight out of a bottle. Mate, when you've only got a cup so big... Yeah. What are we talking about today? Anything good? Hopefully something Claim the Throne and Blodgecast related. Hmm. Got your monitors finally. Man, I'll tell you what, the postie in my local area doesn't like leaving cards at all. You know, like you have a collection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because your like unit is behind a locked gate and stuff. Yeah, but he doesn't even How leave the in? card. Where was he supposed to leave it? Letterbox? Letterbox. Yeah, dickhead, eh? Real dickhead. So, I was like, man, this monitor package is taking ages. <laughs> good one. Yeah, oh, that's all right. Yeah, um, Proceed. Sorry, you're actually looking quite good at the moment. Is that because it's really dark in here? Uh, face for podcasting? Yada, 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 face for radio. <laughs> so, I checked the tracking on this shit. And it says, oh, it was delivered... Oh, I attempted delivery one week ago. Like, you've got to be kidding me. I've been trying to master the fucking nine-foot super soldier stuff. Could really have used those monitors a week ago. And, um, yeah, cruise in and then remembered I didn't have the leads that I need to actually hook mm. these suckers up. But Not included with the order. No, I ordered them a couple of days later. But because mm. the postie was a fucking asshole... He didn't leave me the card. So they were waiting for a week. So I'd actually made the two orders line up together. But yeah, today I checked the tracking for that. Oh yeah, it's a waiting collection at the post office. Well, you fucking got to be kidding. Here's what it is. Nah, posting, post not good at all. Yeah, it's really But anyway, they've good. arrived. You have them now. Yes. They came and also arrived. Yeah, I hooked them up. They sound... And also connected them. <laughs> <laughs> they sound cool. I think... Honestly, I don't know what the hell they sound like, but I listened to just a little bit of music on them. And yeah, I can actually hear a bass guitar. So that's the reason I bought them. Problem solved. Cool. So yeah, pretty happy. And they are your sole monitors yep. in that room? Yep. And yep. actually the other thing I and got... headies. Whacking your headies, let's go. Yeah, so I bought... This Sonarworks software, and what it does is it has a bunch of headphone, like typical headphone product calibrations. So 
you, every headphone has kind of a, some sort of a frequency response. And what this software does is it models your headphones and then tries to flatten out the response. And yeah, my headphones is one of the supported models on there. So yeah, I bought that when, yep. when I was between monitors hoping, fuck, hopefully this will give me an idea of what I'm listening to. And man, I got to tell you, it actually worked great. And mm. I've never felt so confident actually delivering something to someone other than my own band. Um, Nine foot super soldier. Yeah. And I, I guess an update because we were pretty tardy or I was anyway with hosting that last podge. I said, because only, was that yesterday or the day before? Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, I listened to it again and I said something about like, yeah, I've done this master and hoping that they'll go with someone that I suggest, that I recommend they should go to. But they got back to me and said, oh man, we love this. Can we just use that? And I thought, oh shit. <laughs> and the real story is I didn't, like, I don't really feel confident mastering anything right so I just and I didn't have monitors so I just did it on my iMac like the speakers from my iMac yeah 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 it was ratty as just smash it out in like 20-30 minutes just like oh yeah this is this is making it louder and maybe sweetening it a touch send it to them they liked it and I thought oh shit well I wouldn't mind just just give us a second to actually figure this out and that's when I got that Sonawalks thing and you know, I don't know. I just felt like I had a bit more control over what I was listening to and did a couple of masters and they were pretty stoked with it. And each time it was more about what I felt I was hearing and yeah, ended up delivering what I think is probably one of the better products I've delivered. And Amazing. Yeah, when I got the speakers today and got them all hooked up, it was actually nice to compare it to some of the other stuff I've done and thought, you know, like this is something I've done from scratch, tracking, mixing and mastering. And yeah, it's probably come out the best I've ever done. And we did it in less than ideal circumstances too, which I really like. So yeah, fucking whatever. Fuck yeah, bottleneck. Uh, <laughs> would you do it again, do you think? For- is mastering something that you will potentially no, no. I th- offer? No. no, 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 no. I'm not a mastering engineer, but... I think the reason why it worked is because it was a bit of a rough and ready sort of on the cheap project. And yeah, I think that basically I just, I mean, I did the mix. I just basically made the mix louder and as balanced Mm -hmm. as I could get it. So yeah, in a weird way, it actually taught me a little bit more about my mix rather than the mastering side. Like as far as the mastering went, I basically just turned it up. Honestly, um, <laughs> press the magic button. Yeah, so to speak. So yeah. Anyway, that was pretty interesting. I still felt like I wish they would have gone to someone who knew what they were doing. But if at the end of the day, if they all like the way it sounds, and I do, to be honest, um, I'm just yep. not used to being the one who signs off on absolutely <laughs> everything. Like I, I like to yeah. hear someone else's feedback and have them sort of correct things that I might not be listening out for. So yeah, yep. interesting experience. Was cool. Wow. Pretty happy. Did you do the codes spready? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I haven't actually done it yet. Sorry, uh, Paulie, <laughs> Smitty, Andrew. But yeah, I'll give my SRC codes and whatever. But 
I think they're leaning towards and <laughs> listen in for some nine foot super soldier news. They're leaning towards <laughs> not doing a CD, like not pressing one. Yeah. So really, the only uh, master they're looking for is mainly, I guess, streaming, but also. I think they're going to do a short run of vinyl just for shits and giggles. Cool. Um, you still um, obviously use ISRC on streaming and Bandcamp. Yeah, so uh, I'll provide it. To earn $4 a year. Yeah, I'll provide it to them. But in terms of the CD, like you can't encode ISRCs to yeah, a file. Yeah. You need to make a, a DDP file. And okay. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I don't know if my program's that great at DDPs, and I've actually compared me making one to other stuff that I've received as a DDP, namely from Al with Fortune Flame, and his layout just like looks like it works, whereas I feel mine doesn't. So hmm. yeah, it's a bit weird, but I'll I'll try it, and I'll still send them one anyway, just to you know, for shits and giggles. But basically, I think they're going to do streaming, cassette and vinyl. So Cool. Well, hopefully all their Man. friends are listening in and getting sneak peeks of news. We are listening, are you? will never be on this show. Um, yeah, we are. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, when are they putting it out? Do you know? Uh, not sure or not sure when they're actually releasing the album. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to play the whole EP as the um, song at the end of the show? <laughs> nah. Well, <laughs> mate. I'm just joshing. Yeah, easily could because it'll be shorter than that Primordial song last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Plus, generally, people don't listen to the end apart from sleep. <laughs> so, there we go. What's the next project coming up? And also, the next thing on your list. Um, Actually, you and I are entering the studio and oh. also attending the end house to do some reamping. Mm. Are you still cool to do that? Remind me why. A couple of weeks. But yeah. Do you, you don't remember this at all? <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were going to hang out and do something. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. While Jesse was away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I even really knew what it was. Okay, okay. So. Do I? The day after Anzac Day, I went to the hen house to reamp. Anzac four Spray, songs. Yeah. Anzac Spray. Oh, okay. I know what's happening. Yeah, now. of course. So. I'm with you. Honestly, like. I was talking to Paulie about this, actually. It was really nice when we were reamping the nine-foot stuff so I could just focus on the reamping process and he could kind of get the tones he was after. So I went yeah. into the studio to, like, do the same thing, but just for my own stuff, and I kind of fully lost perspective on what I was listening for, and I ended up just... I think over cranking the volume. That's what it was. It was like a bit blary. Like I just mm. went too far with this tone I was dialing in. And I was like half thinking about that, half thinking about mic placement and preamp gain levels and all this bullshit. And yeah, I had quite a lot to reamp in such a short amount of time. So kind of came home and I wasn't really too stoked with what I was hearing. Like it's all right, but it's not, it's not high gain enough. And also I think it just feels like it was too loud. So yeah. Anyway, I'm going to rebook a room at the hen house in a couple of weekends time and then get you to help me yep. and be kind of my voice of reason. Um, yep. And the yeah, other I thing that's, um, yeah, that's very what, hard and also quite ambitious to, yeah, I don't know, to, 
be all alone making that decision and just hearing all these different things and it all just becomes one big blur and you don't even know what you're trying to achieve anymore. Yeah, using I'm assuming using your head as well and also your mm-hmm. amp. Yeah. Was difficult because yeah, I've never actually used that before. Like Paulie dialed it in and I've got some rough settings that uh you and I have mucked around with at Claim the Throne rehearsals, but you know, everyone's guitars are different and the guitars I use honestly don't push out as much gain as mm. yours or, I mean, Paulie had some with some lace pickups and I think they're a bit more high gain than what I've got. So, yeah, it would be cool to have someone to bounce ideas off and if I can just focus and on... Get, get drunk with. Absolutely, man. Just, mm. yeah. Anyway, so that's the next project. It's my own thing. Got to hurry up and goddamn finish the stuff. And that's it. What about you? Hey, man, can I ask you Get a question? Uh, is it why? And the answer is I'm not sure. <laughs> it is why. Uh, yes. Uh, question number two is, of course, why. And question number mm. three is, are you nominated for Australian Podcaster of the Year Awards or some shit? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, are you in the that? category or some shit? Not that I'm aware of. Band tools, really? Hilarious if I am. Okay, I could be um, totally off There was track. a... I will tell you what you possibly saw. Yep. The only thing I can yep. think of is... Nominations, maybe? A Nah, not even. There's a Twitter feed or a chick or someone who shares heaps of Australian Great podcasts. Great Australian and she puts in a nice podges. thing. Yeah. That's so what I'm just, thinking of. It doesn't matter. I'm surprised that Throners aren't on there yet. Well, I'm not surprised because listen to the shit we're talking about. <laughs> But it looks like she's just finding any Australian podcast and sharing it, which is cool. Gotcha. But it's, uh, yeah, it's nothing. But there is an Australian podcast awards coming up and also not far away. Yeah. I assume Andy Dowling's probably in it. That suck ass. No, he's good. <laughs> he deserves it. Hard working and also puts in a lot of effort. Uh, and also tries really hard. Uh, and <laughs> There's too many. It keeps going, eh? <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, one of the things that just popped up and also presented itself was the podcast case file which is something you pulled me onto a while yeah. back interesting yeah, yeah. enough you you probably already know about all the cases and more details than the um podcaster himself ah whatever because <laughs> you're a smart chap yeah fucking real smart smart enough to Cut s- that. suck the own cock <laughs> thumb out the cum <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and I still listen to Case File. Man, Bantools, oh, is, I just cannot keep up the weekly thing going, eh? It's just impossible at the moment. So, the last one was you devastating, and me? but... Uh, yeah, it may have been. Hmm. I did one other one as well. I can't really remember now. I think it was. Interesting. Or maybe I did one more after that. Whatever. Either way. Not weekly. Um, yeah, real hard. And also meant to be sending out monthly emails to Patreon subscribers. Also have stopped doing that. Just cannot keep up with it. Yeah. Which, which is uh, quite sad because I want to be doing it. But, yeah, just not doable. So, don't know. I'm just going to have to, like, bring it all back a little bit and just do it on the cash whenever I get time, I think. Man, it's crazy. You were going such great guns for a while. I'm just looking yeah. at your page. I think because I just had so many ideas and I could bust them out really quickly because I knew about them all a lot. Mm. Now it sort of involves a bit of research, unless I have guests on, which 
is easier to record, but still got to tee it up and find suitable times. Yeah, looking anyway. at your website, you're up to episode 41. The last one I was a guest on, talked a lot of shit on there. Um, there you go. Yeah, but it's actually, I've never really looked at this thing properly. You've got pros, cons, types of whatever, best times to do it and also to get involved in the particular band tool, also how to apply. Mm. Very interesting stuff, man. But yeah, 8th of April, and mm. what are we now? 2nd of May. Whoops. You were smashing yeah. it. We could have been doing a Centurion episode on bloody mantles. Yeah. Imagine that. I think it's when other things start getting in the way or whatever. Like, I think during that time, we were pretty much doing nothing as a band. Mm. Um, and so, I was just focusing purely on that. But now, like, if I have an hour free in the night, I should really be, like, playing some tunes or writing something mm. or organizing something for our upcoming tour or something like that. Whereas back then I could use that hour on quickly busting out a podge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. Nonetheless. Like I, I did that making music thing and I think I did 15 episodes and I kind of started from episode one, maybe three different times. So let's say the most I got to was episode four and then I went, no, nah, I don't like the format. Start again. And yeah, it just got to a point where fucking hell, it's so hard to just keep up with this. And I think the reason I started it is to kind of inspire myself to write more songs and do more recordings and fuck, it's just taking totally away from that. So yeah, you, you held on a lot longer than me and also did a lot more episodes. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's like, it's just everything, like, because even I could just sit and talk in a microphone, but I know that I'm going to have to set up the file, I'll have to export it, I'll have to upload it, I'll have to write the show notes. Edit it? Um, Editing takes stuff. ages. Edit. Well, yeah, I've always just edited those as I go, like I'm talking and as soon as I run out of things to talk about, I press stop and then start recording again. Yeah, okay. Um, but I tend to try and write the notes before recording as well and yes, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and also before I started, I'd actually written notes to about 15 episodes or something. So all the hard stuff was sort of done and I could just jump in and go for it mm. and also start. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, um, a funny thing. Funnier than that? Like some t- sometimes we just like, we'll have a couple of days where we sell heaps of shit out of nowhere, Claim the Throne. Yeah. And how about merch? And... Yeah, and that too. Um, so the day before yesterday, we had two Bandcamp downloads of the latest album and an order to the UK of the CD as well. Okay, it makes me wonder, like, what is the what strong just, boys? Why does that all happen at once? Like, there must be like a um, <laughs> yeah, must be like get radio play or get on a Spotify playlist or something. Um, hmm. The end. But that's just something in the world. Well, I don't know, man. I- like today, I got to work. It was 10 minutes early. So, what else do you do but look up merch that you're going to wear on your next European tour? And Same. Oh, you did that? So what were you looking at? What were you looking at? Well, I was actually looking at rebuying a bunch of shirts that I've since lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Not the same ones again. Yeah, same ones again. Well, turns out Balacor mm. don't sell the Stones Reach shirt anymore, so fuck knows where that went. Oh, bummer. Um, bummer. And yeah, Necrophagus one that I quite liked. Might buy a tool shirt that I used to have in 2003. <laughs> which which um, one? 
Uh, it's I don't know, man. It's it's from the latter era with a lot of neon blue yeah. on it. Oh yeah, but yeah, just, oh, yeah, just yeah, shit. yeah, getting prepped to you know look all fucking like I belong somewhere and <laughs> shouldn't end it all now. Same. Getting really sick of my wardrobe, eh? Yeah. So I ordered a Doom Doom VS shirt. Oh, you did? Because I did think about that. Yeah. And I thought, nah, I bet your cab is going to get one of them. I did, and also Detonation. What? Uh, a shirt and a hoodie. And I did look around lots at lots of different bands' shirts and stuff, and I've found that postage costs from, like, Europe and yeah. America are just absolutely absurd, especially with our dollar being really shit at the moment. Yeah. So I decided on a couple of shirts that had the cheapest postage and stuff, uh, and they turned out to be really cheap, like no more than 30 bucks a shirt in, with postage included, which is cool. You know how people bitch on about Gildan <laughs> shirts a lot? Like, they oh, do sometimes, they never yeah. fit or they're bad quality or something like that. Well, one thing I could always rely on with Gildan was that it fit me. Mm, and okay. so they, there was a really good time period of shirts that I could buy and they would just work. If I bought a large Gildan, it would just be good. And then, mm. you know, in let's say shirt purchase number three and four of particular designs I wear into the ground, they'll come in and also be delivered and it'll be like Fruit of the Loom or Hanes or something different. Yeah. Yeah. And it won't fit I me. I like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you just get a shirt and it's great and you get another brand. You get the same brand, same size, and it's a bit different again. I quite like that ASOS brand at the moment. I've got a few of them shirts. They seem all right, but yeah, whatever. I don't know. What what I but liked about good if you know what you're getting. Gildan was hard like online, quite heavy duty. They are heavy duty. Yeah, which, yeah. I don't know. And the sizes were pretty consistent. And man, I got to tell you, I like I bought the same shirts a couple of times when I wore them out, just less because of the design and more because they fit really well, and they felt mm. quite good. It was like thinner shirts on me reveal my fucking heaving beer gut and you know other other shirts they just fit in a really weird way so recently i bought that inverloc shirt and yeah. that's i mean it looks fine on me but it actually feels really weird to wear i'm not sure what brand it is and then the other one i bought at the same time which you haven't seen is an ahab shirt and oh. it's just like so tight i may as well bought an extra small like it's, mm. <laughs> you know, like what the hell? You're buying XLs or Ls and they're too fucking weirdly small. But then if I bought a Gildan XL, it would swim on me. Like, yeah, I got a beer gut, mm-hmm. but fucking, you know, my body isn't overly ripping through the rest of my shirt. So <laughs> what's the deal for it of a loom? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you kind of want it to be slightly baggy, like enough where it's, around your shoulders but covers the heaving gut yeah um, but I'm finding I'm fitting into again like when you lose a couple of kilos you can all of a sudden fit into the I can fit into my mediums again yeah some of them without a fucking heaving beer gut sticking <laughs> out the bottom yeah but then as soon as like you go on tour for a week and eat 20 meals a day and smash piss constantly then that's it you need to buy more bigger sizes again so I don't know. But that, you know, that winter sun shirt I was wearing on Japan tour? 
I do. That's mid-tour when I got hold of that. That's a Gildan. It's a large and it fits me perfectly. And I've, I've lost KGs since that tour, but I actually put them on, obviously, in the first bloody week of that run. And, yeah, it's about the average point for me. So I think for me, Gildan works really well, but I can't seem to find them anymore because maybe the complaints have got to the people. And they're using other people. From my experience and rumours that I've heard are that they are a bit, a few bucks extra per garment for bands to gotcha. order than some other brands. Um, there's ASOS and something else starting with A. Sauce. They're a bit cheaper and, you know, they're like a bit thinner, less heavy duty, but, you know, whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah. I did yoga today. For the first time you ever? done that before? Nah, I did it um, once a couple of weeks ago when I was in Thailand oh, yeah. visiting my sister for her birthday and she was going to yoga. I was like, oh, I'll go to that. Whatever. It was so hard. Died. Mm. Um, Where'd you go? I then saw it advertised here, Craigie down the road from me, two seconds. Leisure Centre. So, yeah, just went there. Mm. It's pretty equally as hard but and not easy. Um so, Interesting. Um, yada, yada, yada. I'm very aching tonight. <laughs> I've got a gym membership at the moment, but I haven't used it in a couple of weeks because I've been smashing piss and sleeping in every morning. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you haven't been too busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been <laughs> yeah. too busy. And when I get sleeping home... Sleeping in and smashing piss. Yeah. Yeah. I get home and I'm like, oh yeah, I should be doing like something cool or whatever. Something always comes up and also I'm pretty busy. So... <laughs> Anyway, but, you know, there's the local yoga down the street and I think maybe I should just bust into that shit and also try out yoga a few times because... See, I don't know if it helps you lose weight or get fit, but all I know is I go out there and fucking these muscles are like... that I didn't even know I had a Mm. fucking killing. Legs mostly. Stretching is good, man. It really is. And I think it... Stretching is good at... Yeah, yeah it, never do it otherwise. It makes you hold your own body weight and do weird things. I have, I will admit to you, I've done yoga in the past. For and what, <laughs> when I've kept it up and also continued doing the classes for, <laughs> you know, let's say like a few weeks stretch, I realised that it is having a positive effect on things like drumming for me. Uh, for I sure, feel yeah. a little bit more that. limber, etc. Whereas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes the gym. I remember talking to Jordan from Distant Tomb. Actually, no, 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 not Jordan. Henry from Distant Tomb. One of the tank cunts. Yeah, yeah and I said, "Listen, you fucking big unit. Does the gym actually help you play drums?" And he said it did at first, but he hit a certain point where it kind of started to hinder his drumming. And he's a mm. he's a quick drummer, man. And I know I know where he's at with that sort of stuff because. Yeah, I guess at some point, just like pulling weights doesn't really help you move sticks around, you know? So, anyway, yeah. weird that I would think about any form of exercise in reference to drumming when it really should be about health, right? Uh, no, I think, it, I think it makes sense. I mean, w- one of the other reasons I'm moderately interested in trying something different is because I've had some minor shoulder problems, mm-hmm. which is hindering my guitaring at times. Um, and so I don't know, and I don't know what to do, like physios, chiropractors, whatever, haven't really helped. Um, 
So whatever, try different things, strength and stuff. Anyway, you're listening to the Claim and Throne Gym Podcast and Health. <laughs> what else? Highly fucking boring. Have you been listening to anything good lately? Heaps of shit, yeah, heaps. Heaps of shit or heaps of good stuff? <laughs> heaps of good stuff, man. A lot of doom and black. I've just sort of gone on a bit of a wormhole last few weeks of that stuff. What specifically? Uh, where to begin? I think I played some to you the other night when we were really trashed. Uh, Don't remember De Weg that German one, which is like mostly black with a bit of doom. Don't remember. Which is really sick. Uh, they're on tour with Pramodu and Moon Sorrow. So I saw that poster and I was like, they're probably really good. And they are. Uh, Sojourner, which I think has members of Borknagger. Yeah, I remember that which one. It's really cool. Um, my housemate was just trying to get me into the final 35 minutes of that latest Bell Witch song that goes for 80 minutes. <laughs> so what that sounds pretty awesome. Haven't spent enough time on it yet, though. Uh, I can't even remember all the rest, but yeah, lots of stuff that I wouldn't really normally listen to. I guess that Doom VS as well. I'm still smashing that a fair bit. Yeah, the Doom Enjoying VS it. is pretty cool. I wouldn't wouldn't complain about it. Um, recent things for me, I guess, an old classic is the Pink Floyd album "Wish You Were Here," and yeah, I watched a documentary called The Story of Wish You Were Here and I thought that was pretty cool. I think I've seen a lot of it before, but I actually watched the whole thing. So that was nice. I would suggest you check that out. Uh, apart, okay, sick. apart from that, like music's been pretty standard for me lately. As it always is on this podcast, sorry listeners, fucking Rage Against the Machine, Evil Empire... Uh, Agalock, Surfing in the Spear, High Pickles, how are you going? Um, something like, I'm just having a look at my recently listened to. I tried that new Perfect Circle, Eat the Elephant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can yeah. suck me off, eh? Man, I was like really, I for some reason just thought it was going to be really good. I think a couple of the, the initial songs that they pumped out and also released sounded pretty pretty promising yeah but some of those songs are just horrible aren't they yeah i i do think so man and he's he's doing this like for one just take a look at the cover and tell me what you think then search it on apple music and tell me what you think of the photo of the whole band together dear god but the first song (laughs) Eat, eat the elephant the title track I was expecting to hate it and I didn't. Like, I thought it was okay. Okay. But as it starts to get into it, it's like, oh, this is shit. But yeah, for me, yeah. man, seriously, the very first one that they, ah, oh, something just clicked. The very first one that they the put out, The Doomed, is yeah, probably the best one. one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like if that was the soft one on the album, I'd be okay with it, but. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not. And yeah, some of his accents he puts on and his falsetto. What are they? Like, at, at times I thought I was like going to look at who the guest vocalist was. Yeah, really. And like, who weird. is this emo guy that they've got on here? And then it's just him. Odd. And so, I don't know, like positive thinking, I would hope that that is going to be the completely opposite of the new tool. Yeah. I don't know. 
as I may be trying to keep things different, but whatever. We'll see. I don't know, man. Very weird. Um, in terms of other music, oh, hate to say it, but I've listened to a bit of classical lately and mm. mostly just sort of a bit of Orjac, a bit of people like Itzhak Perlman doing and also playing sort of <laughs> classics, uh, a bit of Chopin, a bit of um, Tchaikovsky, just, just like random classical stuff. And kind of cool. the reason I'm listening to that stuff is a bit more about like compositional education and melody and harmony and stuff like that. Sort of, mm-hmm. don't know, I'm not in a, a rut writing these days, but there was always things about the way certain classical things are composed. And that's why I've gone through a lot because I've, you know, listened to some quartet stuff, some concertos, some full-on symphonies, all this sort of business and... You know, like, I like it that they go, like, this is something and it's in F minor. And then you listen to it and go, like, because I never write. I never go, let's pick a key and let's just do it. And, yeah, hearing how they use melodies and I'm finding out a lot that it's, like, you know, in one octave it'll be this sort of group of instruments that are in a certain range and they'll do the melody and then it will be repeated by, like, the bass instruments Mm. or conversely sort of the soprano instruments and then as they kind of start repeating things they inter intertwine together and there's a little bit of the harmony going on and just little things like that that are cool i wouldn't even call them tricks i would just say they're more you know in our quest for writing longer songs and listening to bands who can write a really cool riff but then play on that riff for more than just four bars or eight bars or whatever. Like, yeah, listening to that stuff really opens my mind a bit of how you could possibly extend parts. Because as, you know, you know more than anyone, the history of Claim of Throne, for example, is the history of fucking, I'm done with this riff. Let's move on to a completely different riff times Mm. 50 in one song. So... Yeah, it would be cool to just get really sort of clever with arrangement and and melody and stuff like that. I like it, man. I should be doing the same too, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Um, even Pumping Heaps and Moon Sorrow the other night. Oh. You know, different sorts of arrangements and whatever. I was enjoying that a lot. Um, that old school DVD, which I haven't watched in years. Man, I got pretty, I forgot overly about excited, that. but... That was so mm. good. Yeah. That was, you know, was so good, it. man. So what that, you know what spun me out is that that was, what, 2004? Yeah, that was like before they were even really, maybe just when they were starting to become a bit of a big thing. But early days, but like not like the, you know, the, I don't know, like the music they do now even. I think they've got heavier as they've, gone on um so it was quite folky back then when there wasn't a whole lot of folk metal going on like there is these days man Um, and there's something about it which is just still grim and brooding and black and stuff but yeah i don't know it was sick yeah that was really cool man i'm glad you made us sort of watch that Mm. because here here's me thinking it was like 2009 ish for some reason i thought it was about 2009 2010 
And then right at the end, it came up and also showed the title <laughs> on the screen of 2004. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. Some of, because Originators. Dude, so good. But let me tell you, there was this song that I was listening to, Hungarian Dance Number 1 in G minor. <laughs> and that's by Johannes Brahms, who's that fucking German dude. That reminds me of Moonsorrow. So I reckon okay. that Moonsorrow listened to shit Listen like to this. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah. Uh, or at least I yeah. dare say in Finland, especially, there's probably a lot of music teaching at school going on and they'd probably have to appreciation or listen to like stuff that. like that and yeah music appreciation for sure or like um dissecting mm. the songs or maybe um, it was number yeah, five song structures and keys and all that i don't know maybe it actually wasn't that exact thing but maybe that's one of the things i recently listened to so i'm going to go with that but yeah there's mm-hmm. that stuff where they you know they just take a melody line and they just expand on it for ages but then yeah. they have like... That's a, something I've never been able to do. But. They have a main theme yeah. that they revert to. That, that mm. melody line thing, it's, it's like they, they establish it right and then they just try it out in a bunch of different ways and where we would usually add a second guitar, for example, and play some sort of harmony to the main melody. They would just drop the main melody and just use the harmony as like the next stage of them doing that. Um, mm. you know, and then they would just sort of weave in and out of all of that shit, but then they return to what is actually the real theme of the whole thing. Anyway, expect some yeah, fucking cool. serious ripoffs on the next album. <laughs> um, you should chuck some sort of classical song as the exit track to this episode. Unless you've got any interest in the latest at the gates. Oh, I do actually. I forgot to bring that up. Mm. What is mm. the deal? Dunno, dunno. You like it? Really? <laughs> I do. I think I do. There's there's three new songs released. The first one is cool, but it's a bit just sounds a bit ripped off of previous Out of the Gates stuff. Uh and the second one was like a fair bit slower and I noticed the production was a bit different and stuff and I really liked that for what it was. And then the third song is quite similar to the second one where it's a bit slower. Um, quite a steady pace the whole way through. Drums, nothing that interesting, but yeah, I like the guitars a lot and I like the vocals a lot. Mm. Not sure about the hat still. Yeah, you mm. sent me that film clip and he's wearing that fucking hat. It's like all grim <laughs> and dark and slow and there's like some sort of weird figure. And then... Mm. Comparing it to the early days of the Ranger Dreadlocks. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. He's probably heavily balding, but you know... Don't wear a cap in a song like that. Jesus. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. All right, should we let these people go? Did you have anything to say about that song? No, I, di- I didn't mind it, man. Uh, um, yeah. Last year I was blown away and also surprised about the primordial, <laughs> that song that I thought was the best song. You tell me, yeah, that's the first song I heard because it was a single and has a mm. video clip. And that... I like not knowing all that stuff, so it was weird yeah, that yeah. I sort of came to that and also decided that that was a good <laughs> conclusion to arrive at. Um, sure. Yeah, and maybe with this At The Gates thing, I told you I wasn't going to listen to it until the album's out, but you sent me the film clip, so I watched it. 
pretty interesting. Wasn't expecting it. Wasn't mm. expecting that hack. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get off this. Let's fucking make like a tampon and get out of this bloody hole. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>